0: Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Happy Wednesday to you. Yes. 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 It is a hot and muggy day outside. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the winds are, the winds are change are coming. Oh. What's that Elsa song? Oh. What will she do? <laughs> <That>. <laughs> I haven't seen that since Christmas.
1: Uh, I don't know. Uh, there he has you go. a, oh, he has yeah, a yeah, daughter.
0: yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: Yep. So, Elsa, hurricane, or what is it? Top, oh, tropical that's right. depression that's the name. now? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's Elsa.
1: Like, how would you like to be downgraded from a hurricane to a depression? <laughs> I mean, that would be depressing. That would just like ruin my self image. Yeah. Florida just knocked it down. Oh, yeah. And I think <laughs> it went right over Disney World, too. Oh. Yeah, they charged it at <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> but we just came through July 4th. It was great. I had yeah. a good one. Um, oh, I had a good one as well. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Just, you happened to be at the uh, Rienzo house. We had our uh, a little bit of fireworks, and then we did, or we first did a, what was that? What would you call that? Uh, it's a wiffle ball? Yeah, that's A that's wiffle it. ball game yeah. that almost broke out into a fight on the front lawn. Several times. I'm serious. It it was like insane. I mean, (laughs) the arguing that occurred. First of all, Dan Piscasio was the umpire. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I'm not going to say anything bad about him because I thought he did a good job. Um, (laughs) But I tell you, not everybody there liked what he did. And, uh, no, it got heated. It got so heated. I mean, yelling and screaming (laughs) over calls that I could not stop laughing Yeah, um, because I I tried to stop it and they wouldn't stop yelling. And then I realized I'm on the pasture that lives next door. And, you know, there's 30 people arguing on my front lawn. It was uh, little kids, everybody. Everybody was involved. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Um, So tonight we're going to be continuing to... We're actually going to be talking about two attributes, personal attributes, that you may have Mm -hmm. that will ruin any and all relationships, okay? We've actually identified two personal attributes that will, guaranteed, ruin a marriage. You want dating relationship? Ruin it. Mm -hmm. Job? Ruin it. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed. The Bible gives us some good insights. Why don't Mm -hmm. you pray?
0: Mm -hmm. Father, thank you for your love your mercy towards us, your kindness to us. Thank you for the opportunity that we have for tonight to be able to go into your word as you try to uh, teach us more about how we can become like you, how we can be more intentional, how we can be more focused on the things that bring your kingdom into this earth and into our lives. We love you. It's in your wonderful name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Okay, so Jesus showed us, and we've been learning about twenty seconds of courageous love. Uh, we talked about changing our interaction skills from task-based priorities to a task accomplished with personal intentionality. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we're not looking, we still got jobs to do, and we still got things to get done, uh, groceries to be bought, or whatever it may be. But we still, but we want to have more intentionality. Um, and then we learned about how Jesus had this ability to stop a crowd and to see people in them, let the people emerge, um, to you know discover them in the middle of it. And that mm-hmm. I have been trying to do that at different parties that I've gone to over the last couple of weeks, especially graduation parties. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, Most of the time, I would go into a graduation party and be like, how long are we going to stay? And I would go through this list of five things with Susan. Okay, if they decide they're going to do this, we're going to leave then. Okay, when it's time to leave? Okay, I don't want to have to say goodbye to them. You go say goodbye to them. I'll go get (laughs) the car. Does anybody else go through that whole list? Oh, yeah. Oh, you do. Okay, great, because nobody else over there (laughs) does this. (laughs) Planned it out,
0: baby. (laughs) I've got it almost exit strategy before I walk
1: in. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's not a strategy if you don't. Yeah. No, you have it all planned out. Um, So, the whole idea of just, like, slowing down and then letting a person emerge. And I have to be honest with you, it was really cool Mm -hmm. to to let somebody else talk, to let somebody else control the tempo of the conversation. And I was very surprised how personal it got, Mm -hmm. the the safer I created that space. Yeah. So, uh, and then when it was over... I mean I'm getting hugs from people, like thank you so much for making time to come over. It's like, okay, yeah. you know, yeah, um,
0: maybe on to something
1: there, yeah, who knows <laughs> Jesus oh <laughs> and I, yeah, so um, in the middle of this, maybe some of us have figured out that this isn't working, uh, all this is good stuff, but loving the other guy or even just there seems to be something that's getting in the way of our marriages and our churches and, and the way that we interact with people, coworkers. Mm-hmm. Um, so God's word gives us some insights to some of the problems that we may be having with the other guy. And now we're gonna turn and look at what is it about us, not the other guy. So in the book of James, he, he uh, gives us a way to test ourselves before we open our mouths for 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so let me just tell you, this verse is coming out of James three thirteen through 18. It's a powerful verse. And we're just going to focus on it tonight because it's really gonna, it's gonna reveal those two personality traits or attributes that we have that will shut down. I don't care, I don't care who it is. A, mm-hmm. tri- a child-parent relationship, it will shut it down. And uh, so James is going to test us and, and help us find out what's going on. Why don't you take us in there? If you're wise and understand God's ways, prove it by
0: living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom.
1: Okay, so there's, I know there's not a lot there. I mean, there's nice, all nice words. If you're wise in understanding God's ways, then, pro- then prove it by living an honorable life. But the interesting thing is that... Um, In the Greek word for honorable, there, uh, it's referring, not when we think about he's a very honorable individual, we tend to think of it in the sense of character uh, integrity or being without reproach. Mm -hmm. But that's not what this word means. This word means rather that you bring honor to a relationship, um, that you prove it by bringing honoring into spaces, mm-hmm. honoring people. Uh, so someone who is honorable can then flow in this essence of honor to other people. Like we were honored by God that he gave us grace. So we live to honor God and to, li- and to honor other people. So when he talked about one of the things that we need to do is to prove it by being an honorable, honorable person. Um, It means that we bring honor to God, but we also bring honor to the other person. So that may shut your mouth before you even open it for 20 seconds. Because if that becomes the criteria that it's going to be God honoring what's going to come out of my mouth and it's going to be honoring to somebody else, I really much have narrowed down some of the things I I would possibly say. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I know when we talk about honor, we're not talking about that we honor their job or their language or their sexual orientation, but you can honor the image of God in that person. And God wants you to give them the same grace that he's given us. So mm-hmm. so that's the element of honor It's that you're honoring that this person is created in the image of, of God, that this person was so beloved by the father that he sent his only son to die for this person. So there's enough right there. If, I don't care if they root for the wrong team. I don't care if they, they're playing on the wrong team. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, uh, you know, you're still honoring,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? So doing good works with humility. And this humility is the right perception of yourself and the other person in the light of God's truth. Um, that really is, if you see yourself right, before you walk into a conversation with somebody i mean if you see yourself if you see yourself in humility mean that all that facade of who you are you've been able to kind of push it aside for a moment it gives you not only the ability to be seen but also the ability to see other people mm-hmm. and it's a really powerful thing
0: yeah
1: um so entering into a room or re- entering into a conversation where honors on the tip of your your lips, you know, it's it's what you're going to bring into the room, and that you do it with humility, a right perception of who you are,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, no facades, no no show. Uh, you're not better than them. You're not smarter than them. That you you're walking in there knowing you're under the grace of God, walking in the love of God, and that's what we bring into the room. Mm-hmm. That's, if I could just slow myself down to just do that, like, like if I just targeted somebody, um, if I just targeted somebody and just said, you know, I am going to leave this party. And when I leave this party, I want that one person to feel honored by what I was able to speak into their life or what I was, let them speak into, to my life. Mm-hmm. That would be incredible. Yeah. Um, but if you don't see yourself rightly, you'll never get to that. You know? Uh yeah. you'll see yourself as too smart analyzing every word that I mean, that's what I do. And it's my worst I mean, I can be a smart butt. <laughs> um I mean it just it's what I do. Um and I have really got I did it today with one of the ladies that was at the Bible study and I was trying to make some points about vaccinations and stuff like that, and I I went off the crazy train, you know. Uh, it was
0: I I I yeah. I
1: dun, dun 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 dun. You said what? Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> I, I I I. Yeah, I mean, it was just like it wasn't mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Uh, so I had a text and I apologize for my because I just I don't know. You just get in that thing and you forget <laughs> you forget humility and you forget honor. You just going for right, yeah. At least your perception of it,
0: yeah. your perception. Yeah,
1: that's the crazy thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's
1: where the humility would have come in. Is that <laughs> yeah. if I wouldn't have a, seemed so certain about my point of view? <laughs> I mean, if it was out of the Word of God, it said yeah. something. But you know, <laughs> there's no vaccination person there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I just want yeah. to apologize again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, so when we're interacting with people, this is really we sketch get. Uh, Dicey and the apostle James hammers this, it is phenomenal. I mean, I was going over the notes again, and I could not believe that two persons, th- these two attributes, could shut down every relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the problem, and any problem mm-hmm. in any relationship fails here. I mean, so this is where it all happens. So, want you to finish this up with James. But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't
0: cover up the truth with boasting and lying for jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual and demonic for wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind.
1: Okay. All right. I don't know about you, but I was shocked. Um, the last line defines most, of the problems we may have in relationships. From wherever, for wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. Now, so we've just narrowed it down to two things. Jealousy and self-ambition. And it's like God's giving us insight to what's ruining our relationships. It's, I don't know when, the last time you've flown have you flown since covid or no last time I flew was like on my honeymoon years ago been yeah. a while. okay uh I, I guess <laughs> I used to fly all the time though okay was that before 9-11 before 9-11
0: Nine, okay. and then after it was way different oh yeah.
1: yeah yeah you're having to wait in the lines
0: and um and shampoo then... bottles are small now and then you got to go through all these checkpoints and
1: oh yeah yeah, you got to turn your laptops on. Or at least you used to. Now, I don't think you have to turn them on because they yeah, they've got the x-rays that yeah. are going through it. But they're looking for stuff. I mean, there's certain stuff that they're looking for. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's box cutters or certain chemicals that could be mixed together. Or I mean, I don't know. But they are looking for destructive elements, mm-hmm. things that could be used to ruin. So what James is doing, and really what God is doing is like, He's he's saying, okay, here's the TSA counter, and here's that booth. I'm going to need you to take your belt off, and you put your shoes, lay them up there, because <clears throat> your belt and your shoes are not going to be our problem. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm going to need to scan you, and so you get in that scanner. and I don't know if the thing goes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I am oh yeah, that's right. You. that's right, that's <laughs> right. You got to put your hands up like that and scan it. And that, I hate it because when the women that are watching it oh, when yeah. I'm in there, they're going, oh. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> <laughs> but I I really think it's it, it's really what James is doing is he's saying, listen, I need you need to TSA scan and find out if you're carrying these two things with you. Mm-hmm. These two destructive elements. Okay, so let's let's focus on these. This is not a small thing. And and we're gonna get into it further, but So don't just, because you know these two phrases, don't just like, oh, I know what that is. Jealousy and self-ambition. Jealousy, well, let's kind of, let's just look at that for a second. Envy, contention, rivalry, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, You can see how that would shut down any relationship. I mean, even in like a marriage, can you imagine if spouse has envy towards another, uh, uh, towards their spouse, or, or contention or rivalry with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, 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 where would this fall in? Give me an example that you think where. Maybe
0: uh, you get to spend more time doing this. Right. Or um, why do I always have to do this? Right. You know, maybe expectations aren't laid out, and then one person always ends up doing one thing or the other, and then maybe there's because of that little envy. Well, I wish I, should, I wish I could do that.
1: Right, right. Um, or, uh, or the way that money's used. Yeah, oh, that's a good one too. Yeah, it's like who gets all the hobby money? Uh, or we always go on your vacation. You know, you always pick the vacation or the restaurants. You know, um, let's see. Uh, well, I, I, I think another thing is, is like I, I would say that just a smidgen, just a smidgen, is that with Susan, sometimes I would get a little jealous because everybody would just say she's so awesome and we know who the best person in that relationship is. And, yeah. and I would have to acquiesce because it's like, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to, yeah, she's my better half, you know, <laughs> and be like, I'm like, I'm not a schmuck, you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pretty good husband here, yeah. you know. But it was—it's you know I don't know how Susan puts up with you, and uh, it's like, <laughs> what? Not that I'm really jealous of my wife because all those things tend to be true. Yeah. But if you had to nitpick, if I if I yeah if I really had to nitpick, it is that they people see the virtue of my spouse more than they see my own virtue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, she's not standing up there. Puking their guts out every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Telling on herself. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know what she would tell on herself. Yeah. Because she, she really is better than me. <laughs> so uh, jealousy. But you know, you can never have a good friend if you're jealous of them. Mm-mm. You know, if you're jealous that they have a house with a dock. if you're jealous that, um, I mean, it won't matter what they have. If you don't yeah, have you it, you don't have it. Yeah. That's what it's not them.
0: Yeah. It's the fact that you don't have it. It's, it's like watching my boys argue over something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not that you don't, it's not that you wanted it. Right. It's just, he's got it. Yeah. And you want it.
1: Right. Right. Or, no, he's got it and you don't have it. So, yeah. yeah. That's jealousy's never really been a big thing for me. Um, but selfish ambition, mm. now that's another category. Um, that's when it becomes all about me, it becomes a destructive element. Okay. So we need to talk about selfish ambition just for a second, because I think we need to sort it out from its healthy cousin, Christ-centered self ambition. Self and yeah, self ambition. Yeah. Yes. So because sometimes because we're so afraid of selfish ambition that Christians lose personal drive. You know, maybe to lose weight or to be good at something. Mm-hmm. Um, because they'll always categorize it as selfish ambition, you mm-hmm. know. And um, I, I think I've told the story before about my mom with my teeth. Yeah, you know, she didn't want to fix my teeth when I was a kid because she was afraid that I'd become self-absorbed. You know, <laughs> how'd that work out? <laughs> <If> <laughs> you know can see me now. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, But really, it's uh, uh, so, so. In the Christian world, I really have found that we tend to pull back from, from excellence mm-hmm. because we're afraid of selfish ambition or being the best at our job, okay? Mm-hmm. There, so let me just make a couple statements and you can push back on this. There is nothing selfish about striving to be your God-given best. Mm-hmm.
0: Being a good steward of what he's given
1: you. Exactly. Yeah. That, there's parables. Talents,
0: abilities, all that.
1: Exactly. I mean, some people are given one talent, some five talents, and some ten talents. Mm-hmm. Um, the ten talent guy doesn't go, well, I feel sorry for the one talent guy, so I'm not going to use my full talents. And mm-hmm. God's like, no, that's, that's not how it is. Mm-hmm. I gave you this, this ability, your, your God-given abilities, and I, I'm calling you to live in that. So, uh, a lot of times, we think that's selfish, but it's it's not selfish. Mm -hmm. Um, There is nothing selfish about glory being brought to God through a well-executed life. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like if somebody tells
0: you, good job. Yeah, yeah, I... I, uh, did a great job today. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I had I had a woman say it on Sunday. She said to me, you know, and I was driving out, so I was going to get into this long dissertation about. It. Well, you know, it really wasn't the Lord. I mean, it wasn't me; it was the Lord in me, you know. But He used my mouth, but it really's not my mouth, my mouth, because He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. So, you know, I mean, I could have gotten. <laughs> I, I don't know. I could have gotten into some really. I just said thank you very much, uh-huh. and and just left it alone. Um, because there's nothing wrong, nothing selfish about glory being brought to God through a well-executed life. Mm-hmm. And when you see somebody live an excellent life, it brings glory to God. I think it's just, I mean, I think it's amazing. Also, there is nothing wrong with the delight of knowing God is working in you and through you. You know, I think Christians are sometimes afraid to let them feel good about, what God's doing in them, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And just to, to get delight out of that. And I, I don't know. I, um, so we tend to think that, well, that's selfish ambition. If it makes you feel good about yourself, it, it's selfish. It's like, no, why wouldn't it make you feel good that you God's doing something in your life? Mm-hmm. Um, there is nothing wrong with, and I love this one, There's nothing wrong with using excellence in everything as a city set on a hill to draw people to Christ. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big deal. Sometimes as Christians, we won't do our best job because we'll just write it off. Well, it's for God's glory. You know, I don't want to put on a show or I don't want it to be showy or I don't want it to be, it's like, do it excellent. Excellent. If you play the guitar, play it excellent. If you sing, sing excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're putting together a video yeah. you know that's going to communicate something, well, do it excellent. And, and, and I know people may not understand, well, okay, you know, we've got two 4K cameras here, in here. Well, it's like, well, why are you doing it in 4K? Well, we know that based upon metrics that if we don't have good audio and we don't have good video, that people won't watch this for fat longer than 35 seconds. So what we do is we raise the level of excellence so that even if you don't agree with us, you may just watch because, wow, it's good color,
0: Mm -hmm. you know? Sounds good.
1: Yeah. Uh, Or you do know this. We're serious about our craft, that this is important to us enough Mm -hmm. for us to get you, to grab you in for it, Mm -hmm. you know? There's nothing wrong with being excellent. Well, I don't care if you're a carpenter. I don't care. I mean, because... I love hiring people who do good work. Mm-hmm. I don't mind, I'm not looking for a deal. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm never at the church, and I think everybody out there that's ever worked for me uh, at my house building something, uh, I'd, I want you just to do a really good job. Mm-hmm. And I'll pay for a really good job. Yeah. And I have to be honest, I expect a really good job from a Christian. Now I expect mm-hmm. to pay him well. Also, I mean, I'll I'll let you name your price and then I'll just tell you whether I can afford it or not. I'm not going to try to talk you down. But as a Christian, I expect that your work site's going to be cleaned up when you leave it, you know? I mean, uh, you're not going to be 80% Bill, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Bill was a hypothetical name. Yeah. Any, any... Any guy named Bill. Yeah, anything yeah. that correlates to that is purely coincidence. Yeah. But it's... <laughs> but But seriously, it is... There's something about your excellence that... So now that we've got that out of the way. Let's get back to jealousy and Mm self-ambition. Listen to what James says about these things. He says, such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. Okay, there is no other place where you can get evil from than something being called earthly, unspiritual, And in the Greek word, the word unspiritual is the word for animal. So he's saying that jealousy and self-ambition are earthly, animalistic, and demonic. Have you ever heard anything in the Bible described in such a Trinitarian way of evil? (laughs) Every form of evil See, I, our, see, our self-ambition is not just a little thing. Our jealousy is not just a little thing. It gets its origin from every negative source available. They encompass every kind of evil. And and they come from the worst places. There's There's no good place where jealousy comes from. Well, it's like, Yeah, but I'm jealous because I have a right to be jealous because my brother got all this. And no, there's no right on this at all. Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, there's no, there's no good source for this. Um, now, somebody at this point would push back, well, doesn't the Bible... Doesn't... I, was, I, was gonna, I
0: didn't want to go and tell no, I, I to I, I the train. You're I saw your, your Oprah-like
1: yeah. work there, because uh, I know Oprah has a real problem with he God. He is jealous. Yes. Yeah. And, and and it's interesting that it's James who writes that. Right. So we know that James is using the words rightly. I mean, he doesn't just slam jealousy as the, every kind of evil and then says, oh, yeah, God by the way <laughs> has a jealous is jealous for us like, no that's, that's jealous for us that's a whole different thing it's, mm-hmm. God's not jealous for himself God is jealous for us yeah. I mean it's he knows he's the best thing for us
0: yeah he's not coming out of a place of lack
1: right right yeah, yeah. 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 so yeah. James gathered up every aspect of evil he could find and he put it all together and when he added it all together he had two words and those two words for relationships are jealousy and selfishness wow, if these two things are alive in your marriage or in friendships or in your church, they're doomed. I mean, you're bringing every form of evil into the building. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 was just, I was just thinking about that. Isn't murder just an extension of jealousy, hatred and all that? I mean, it's, it really is. These two really encompass that. And we don't hold these guys in check good enough. I think they walk too freely. Um, one of the things I practiced doing, and I did it intentionally because I didn't want jealousy to become a problem for me. Because being a pastor, I knew I wasn't going to make a oodle amount of money. Um, and I learned to celebrate with people who succeeded and particularly people who got stuff that I wanted. Uh, I remember uh, a buddy of mine got a truck and it was a really nice truck. And it was, this is about 25 years ago. And I really wanted that truck. And I knew that there was, I was going to get that truck, but it was going to be six years after he was finished with it. (laughs) You know, I I was never going to get that truck new. And I remembered saying when he told me Ace and I jumped in the car and drove to his house to look at that truck and I celebrated that truck the whole time I was there. I taught, you know, all the facts I knew about the truck from um consumer reports, I called right back to him, bam, 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 and you know this got that and this got this. It was a tundra. Yeah. And so I was just just but I was freeing myself up because I knew jealousy I just couldn't go down that road Mm -hmm. because then every kind of evil would follow. Yeah, yeah. You know, so in any situation, ask yourself if you're going to enter in, um, and it's funny, if you would ask yourself this, I'm about to enter into this party and I'm gonna enter into uh, Denise's party and I've decided I'm gonna enter in very earthly, very animalistically and very demonically. I mean, who walks into a party and does that? Mm -hmm. But if we're going to go into the same party with jealousy and self-ambition, that's exactly how we've decided to enter into the room. The worst thing is, is what happens when this this animal way of doing business becomes your marriage? Self-ambition and jealousy. So now, into marriage, you have brought the demonic, you've brought the earthly way, and you've brought in the animalistic way, um, and and then it brings out every kind of evil. Mm-hmm. I, I it really I, I see why people get hopeless in a relationship because it seems like there's no way of fixing it. And it's like, well, what have we do? I mean, if we could just tackle these two things, if both people would, okay, uh, I'm not telling you to have more sex. I'm not telling you to go out to dinner more. I'm not telling you, to, you know, all that. To just attack self-ambition and jealousy in your, in your own life, not their life, in your own life. Yeah. And your marriage will be fixed. I I don't think, the gates of hell couldn't prevail against that because that's where this comes from. Mm-hmm, Yeah. Um, so two results that he says comes one. He says, I I, I think what, what, what's he say? He says, resulting in every kind of evil. Oh, you will find disorder and every kind of evil disorder. Yeah. So let's take a, let's take a look at that in the Greek. The word, I I think the word actually is where we get the word, catastrophe from um, it means instability is that when you're in a relationship that involves selfishness and in, and jealousy that there's an instability, to, there's a confusion there's an unrest, there's mm-hmm. disharmony, there's rebellion in it um, how do we see this in the church? we see yeah you can have your uh that's let's, let's say yeah. you're in the in the probably the worst area. You're in the yeah. area where talents yeah. are showcased. Yeah. Um somebody wants to sing a lead. I don't think we have that problem here at Cross Sound, do we? No, we don't. That's why I
0: was trying to find a, like an answer. I'm like, I don't really have to deal with that, <laughs> that a lot. Yeah. We
1: really are blessed here. It really
0: is a good place. Yeah. yeah. We have
1: no prima donnas, nobody that yeah. wants to be the you know the best of the best Yeah. can't wait for Ricky to die so that they can take his place <laughs> or something like that
0: or, or for you know in or your case to somebody die. yeah they come and
1: oh yeah. I can't wait till he goes on so we can get yeah so uh, when you don't have jealousy and and that selfish <laughs> ambition you don't have the disorder that comes mm-hmm. that, that instability that unrest and disharmony yeah. because most of that bickering is not coming over righteousness yeah. Most church fighting has not happened to that. It's coming over some out of this other area. Yeah, I've I've been in part
0: of teams and other places where it has been. Why is, why does he get to sing that song or why does he get to do that particular thing? And in I, church, in church. Oh yeah, I'm more talented. Used <laughs> to having a lot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which is probably why I ran so far away from it. Not as far as like you know. I'm so blessed to not have to deal with it now. And, wow. and saw what kind of created that toxic environment where that kind of was seemed to be the norm amongst a few
1: people. But the, the Greek word that is used here for like disorder is a word that um, is used to define the unmaking of something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really interesting is that jealousy and selfish ambition have the power of Unmaking. Isn't that exactly what happens in the garden? Isn't that what the serpent does? He appeals to the selfish ambition in Adam and Eve mm-hmm. and uh, the, creates with them a jealousy with God. Yeah. Because then, you know, you'd be gods. Yeah, you'd be just like Yeah. That. Yeah. And so he does that. And then what do we have? We have the unmaking of paradise. Right. So um, it is... Literally, what the word, like atheism, or mm-hmm. atheism, is the unmaking of God. This is the unmaking of marriage. This is the unmaking of churches. This is the unmaking of relationships, mm-hmm. of, of parenting. Um, jealousy is the unmaking of all things. And when that unmaking, that, God created making is unmade, that's atheism. Mm-hmm. It is taking the making power of God out of the story. Um, let, let me say a couple things this way. In a marriage, your feelings for each other become unmade. A marriage doesn't fail, and that's what we normally, it's a nice way to use it. I've been there. Yeah. No, a marriage is unmade. Right. It's unmade. It is taken apart. Yeah. Um, Also, it says that it's resulting in evil of every kind. So there is no limit to what you can do to screw up a relationship if jealousy and selfish ambition are driving your heart. There is, it says, resulting in evil of every kind. He didn't even say some kind. He didn't say, well, of like murder or um, uh, what is it when you ruin somebody else's property? Vandalism. Vandalism. You know, he didn't say, no, no. He said, there's no limits to what jealousy and selfish ambition can do. I mean, don't we look at what happened in the uh, Nazi party, Uh, Adolf Hitler? I mean, did we ever think that some some country could ever end up exterminating a, a, a people group? You know, yeah. six million Jewish people. How did we get there? How, did, how does that happen? It started with uh, selfish ambition and jealousy. Mm-hmm. You know, Hitler had an insane jealousy for the Jewish people, for what they had accomplished in the arts and in wealth and business, in medicine and in science.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he had to exterminate them. Uh, And and I I think it's interesting. You'll come to no limits if you don't resolve this. How much evil will just overtake your life. Um, This is why the effects may be different in each relationship, but the causes are usually the exact same thing. Uh, It's animal, it's earthly, it's demonic. The manifestation may be different, but the, uh, the cause of the evil is the same. Um, there is no geographical limit to this kind of evil. So, so do a shakedown on the way home or, or wherever you go from here. Um, send in the dogs and sniff out jealousy or selfish ambition. Mm-hmm. Just, just sniff them out. Just uh, say, God, search me and see if there's any wicked way within me. Right. Take a sample of your blood before you say anything. Really, just take it, a, get a check, run out, see if you got selfishness, and 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 hopefully you got time to do that. Most times, we we can do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but graciously, God doesn't God doesn't leave us here. Um, so He gives us real quick. He gives us five insights for living together, wisdom that God, or you can put it this way, God's way for us to interact with each other, uh, and and this is kind of like. A test that I should run through my mind. It's like a little algorithm. Mm-hmm. First of all, pure. Is there any hidden motive or agenda in this relational interaction? Mm-hmm. Okay, am I talking to am I talking to them because they're rich? Okay, you guys rich by any chance? <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, but, <laughs> no, but but uh, do, you know, and and the, and. David was very clear about that. He didn't make any distinction that way. Mm -hmm. But you got to ask yourself, okay, why am I, why am I, am I trying to get them to do something at Crosstown? But first of all, so keep it pure. Why am I saying this? Mm -hmm. Uh, Next is, um, is it peace loving? Is Is the objective reconciling, bringing people together? I would say the third would be this, gentle at all times, free of hostility. That's not what I pulled off today. Now, my point was good. I mean, I thought it was pretty legit. Mm-hmm. But it was presented in a hostile way. Now, let me say, nobody left the room crying. And this person, you know, was very confident in themselves and, yeah. and delivered a good response. And, and you know. But the bottom line is, did I pass the test of it being gentle at all times? uh, Martin Luther King Jr. is probably one of the greatest Americans that has ever lived and probably one of the most prophetic human beings in my lifetime who walked through a difficult situation Mm -hmm. against hostility against himself but yet was able to speak reconciliation and peace. Um, That's incredible. Mm -hmm. And that's the way God wants us to do it. Uh, It also, there needs to be a willingness to yield to other to to others, re- reasonably, you know, and then is it always sincere? Do you really mean it? I hate saying insincere things to people. You will never have to worry, and I can. This is this isn't me. Um, gentle at all times. Look, okay, now I'm going to work at that because sometimes I can come a little rough. Uh, I really don't want to hurt anybody. It's just that sometimes I'm into the into the the game. Before somebody else is off the bench. You know, I mean, I'm just, okay, isn't this what we're doing? Aren't we jousting? You know, and, but sometimes people don't realize that's exactly what we're doing. Um, But one of the things I don't do is I will not say anything to you that's insincere. I will not even put at the bottom of my emails um, anything like a salutation at the end. I hate this, but I'm not saying I hate the people who do this. And I understand people who do a lot of emails have to do this. Mm -hmm. But I will not have an auto signature that says, in him, or uh, in grace and peace, or respectfully, uh, or you're all awesome, Paul, and have that already part of my email. Now, I know there's a lot of people that have to put out a lot of emails and they can't come up with a sincere, (laughs) purely sincere closing. You know, I will not lie to you. Uh, Maybe it would be better if I did at times, but uh, sincerity is a really important thing. So, um, here is the promise of interacting with each other God's way. Those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and harvest uh, and reap a harvest of righteousness. So, um, give God your jealousy, your envy, your self ambition, and he will give you the wisdom to see relationships grow. Mm-hmm. Two things selfish ambition and jealousy. If we get attacked, those two things, we will shut down the gates of hell. I mean, it is all kinds of evil. Yeah. So let me ask a couple questions to our, our audience out there and to our, maybe to ourselves. Would you say that you live a life of humility? Um, and, and not, I don't think humility is thinking uh, little of yourself. I think it's thinking rightly of yourself in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. No more, no less. Okay? Thinking you're a worm. Or just a sinner saved by grace is not humility. Because that's not what God how God sees you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You are redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus. You are a child of the living God. Um, you know, no more, no less. Mm-hmm. Do you see the destructive elements in your own life of jealousy or self ambition? Would you consider it FOMO a form of jealousy? Yeah. You're, yeah. you're fearing
0: missing out on something. Yeah. yeah. So, so I could see how it could be, yeah. Like why wasn't I there? Of, yeah, you're jealous of, yeah, the situation, other people
1: being there and you're not. Right, you see pictures on Facebook and all of a sudden it's like, yeah. Yeah, so FOMO would be one of those, a kind of a more contemporary way of. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a relationship in your life that has been unmade by you? That's. That's, you know, again, marriages don't just fall apart or fail. They're unmade. And you know, I think about my first marriage, I unmade that. Um, mm-hmm. And I think being kind of a, I'm trying to say smart ass. Mm-hmm. Can I say that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And who wants to be married to that? Yeah. A guy who's going to walk, follow you from room to room to prove he's right. Yeah. I'd go into a room with somebody else. Yeah. Um, this week, be a peacemaker in your sphere of influence, and note how it changes a particular situation for the better. Um, mm-hmm. That is so cool that you could go into a room and, and bring peace to it. Yeah, I didn't work on the field when we were playing wiffle ball. Did not. No, I there tried. Was, there was you tried, but. There weren't enough peacemakers. (laughs) I I know, and it just was too funny. It it really was. I wish we had a video of the argument. I do, too. Because it was just incredible. It went viral. Subtitles, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, jealousy and self-ambition. They are not little things. They are the things. Mm -hmm. I think they are the things that are destroying America. I think they're the things that destroy homes. Mm -hmm. I definitely know they destroy churches. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, why don't you pray?
0: Father, thank you for this challenging word. I'm faithful of the wounds of a friend. And I thank you that, Lord, you have shown us just through this five, six verses here some keys that we can be able to take and help make the relationships that we've possibly, uh, or help us prevent unmaking relationships that we're in and help us to be able to remake them by removing those things, possibly. Thank you for what you call us, redeemed children of you, loved beyond um, anything we can imagine and comprehend. And God, I pray you'll give us strength as we look at these questions this week to answer them honestly, sincerely, and to be able to see you move in a greater way than we had seen before as we address them and as we try to be people that live at peace with others. To the best of our ability, God, it's for your wonderful name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Stay safe with the storm coming. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't take a lot of wind to blow a tree down on 61. You know, so be safe when you're driving to walk or wherever you're